the biggest news of this weekend, obviously, Justin Timberlake has confirmed he is Finally. doing the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh, I'm so very excited. I'm I'm beyond excited about this. Right. And, you know, there's a possibility of an in-sync reunion. There might be, there might not be. It's in the talks, you know. But a couple, when they first announced it, maybe like two week, two months ago, I don't know how long it's been. But when they first announced it, it... It feels like forever. It feels like we've been waiting for the official announcement know, for, for like quite a while. a year. But um, upon that first sort of tentative tentative confirmation, I guess, they said that if if Justin Timberlake were to get the gig, he would bring NSYNC. So bring Fingers them. Crossed. Please bring them. Fingers crossed. Please bring them. Another big story out of this weekend, John Stamos and Caitlin McHugh are engaged. He popped the question, I'm assuming last night. He just confirmed it like five hours ago. What? So, Uncle Jesse can't be married? Uncle Jesse's getting married. Congratulations, Uncle Jesse. And Gerard Butler says that he wants to become a father and start a family in the next five years. Says it's about time. Just saying. How old is he? He's up there, right? He's in his 40s? He's 47. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say so, buddy. <laughs> That's the 411 this hour. AJ and McCall on VFX. McCall mentioned it earlier. The best thing about Mondays, and I know there's very few good things about a Monday. I know. But Monday does mean something really big, McCall. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's the West Motor Company's Pigskin Pickup Prize. We announce it every single Monday morning, and we go back and look at our our choices that we made. How'd you do? Um... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I got ten out of... I think it's fifteen again. Son of a... Dang it. Utah, you let me down. I know. I know. Utah let me down. I thought I picked East Carolina. I was pretty sure I picked East Carolina, too. I feel like there's some monkey business. I could have sworn I do, too, because I'm pretty sure that I did pick East Carolina, because I don't think that I picked BYU. I don't know. Ah, Maybe I did. Pick. Me too. Whatever, though. I missed three. Number one in the whole co- tied for number one. Tied in the for whole number contest. one. I'm not. I'm ranked 49. That's within the 50. Hey, that's not bad. Mm. There are over 1,600 people playing. 16. 16. <laughs> I struggled. It's Monday. Warming up. But the words. we've got a winner for last week. <clears throat> Who we will get a hold of later this morning. Correct. But, but right now, now, we have to announce this week's prize, which is the exciting part. You heard me say earlier, I'm anxious. We'll get to that part. Yeah. Right. So this week, we're giving away, the sportsman is putting up two adult season ski rentals, two children's season ski rentals, and eight all-day ski passes at our local ski resorts. So this is a really good prize because, check it out, you've got ski rentals for the whole entire season for you, for your wifey, for your hubs, whoever. Take some friends. Take some friends. Yeah, and that's the cool thing, Two children. Take some kids. Take some kids to go snowboarding, ski. Take some children's. No, that's the cool thing about this, too, is that uh, it's this week, which is nice because this week's supposed to be pretty nice, all above the 60s. It's going to be a nice week. So you enjoy this week, and you have that ski passes in your back pocket. Right. So I know what you're thinking. AJ, how can you be anxious? This sounds like a great prize. I'm anxious because I've never been skiing before. McCall decided that when we found out what the prize was we were going to give away this week, that she was going to bring up the topic that is... 
We want to know your worst first time skiing stories oh, or boy. your worst first time snowboarding stories or a bad sledding story. I'll tell you right now, my very first sledding story smashed my face into a tree. <laughs> Not even kidding. That is legitimately my number one fear when I go for the first time this year and go skiing. See, the good, thing, the good thing with uh, skiing or snowboarding up on the resort is that if you stay on the trail, there's not trees in the trail because it's pretty well groomed. Yeah, but as no a, as a novice who doesn't know how to skate nor ride a bike, controlling inanimate objects and making them go where I want to, not really in, in my repertoire of strong, you know, strong abilities. I'm gonna make a statement right now. Uh oh. Ashley, if you're listening, I'm sure you're still sleeping. You and me and Dustin and AJ, we're all going snowboarding, and I'm going to capture this on film. That's that's fine. And that's we're going to put it. it up on our Facebook page. That's worth it. Speaking of our Facebook page, McCall's going to put up the post. We want to know your worst first time, not even just first time, just your worst skiing, worst sledding stories. Share them on our Facebook page. Get yourself signed up, of course, so West Motor Picks can pick them as well. Utah's VFX.com. New music, less than 15 minutes away. It's AJ McCall at VFX. AJ and McCall on VFX talking skiing. And McCall, as she always does, finds the perfect picture gif to capture the moment. It's a corgi. I think I've gone down on, what do you call those, like disc sleds? The, what the corgi's in? A sled. Sled, yeah. okay. I I've done that once a- down like a driveway. Like a big driveway, but that's it. I've skiing, done none of it. I'm so sad for you right Thank now. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sad for me too. Sledding's one of my favorite things like ever. I love snowboarding. I love sledding. That's the good thing about winter. That's the one good <laughs> the thing one about good winter. Thing. I like it a lot. There were a couple of really good hills in Vernal that were like dirt bike mm-hmm. trails. Right. So you'd go up there on a four-wheeler or something with your sleds. Right. And you sled down it. Yeah. It's so fun. Uh, it's, I don't know how to skate. So anytime I've gone skating, I've fallen. My comparable, I don't have any skiing, obviously skiing or sledding, crashing stories, but um, I remember one time my my mom's old housing complex used to had this long hill that kind of curved like this, and we took down one of those wagons and yeah. tried to turn and turn too sharply and both spilled and like skinned all both of our entire That's legs because it was just a terrible idea. So wait, you said you don't know how to skate? Like... Or Skateboard? Bike ride. No, I don't know how to do any of that. Oh my gosh, AJ. I don't know about you, but that song always puts me in a pretty good mood. It's because it makes me feel great. VFX, that's cheat codes with Fetty Wap, feels great, which is actually the opposite of how I feel right now because McCall's trying to make me all anxious and worked up and whatnot. Talking about just, crashing it's, stories. It's just kind of fun. And we're not talking like. Big crashing stories, like car crashing stories. No. We're talking about ski crashing stories. Because we're giving away an awesome ski package. Seriously, the Sportsman is putting up two adult season ski rentals, two children's season ski rentals, and eight all-day ski passes at our local ski resorts for the West Motor Company's pigskin pickup. So obviously, since Uh, AJ has never been... He's Luging. never been skiing. He's never been snowboarding. He's never been really sledding. He's nope. never been skateboarding. Nope. Basically, snowboarding is just going to be a faceplant show. 
That's Sci- spectacular because that's what Ashley Ashley snowboards is. She wants to take me snowboarding. It's going to be really fun. I also I l- met a guy in Atlanta who skis in the area that is going to come up here this winter to ski, to snowboard with me. He's go snowboard, excuse me. It's very fun because you get up, you get away from everything, and it's just quiet, and it's really nice because you can just focus on the sounds of, like, nature. And so it's just, it's kind of a, like a haunting almost because it's so quiet. But it's cool. Face planting is not cool, though. No, it's Just only word, quiet until and when you're standing up, because when you hit the ground, it hurts really bad. But my first time snowboarding, I think at the time I had a boyfriend, uh-huh. and we went four or five times snowboarding. So my very first time ever snowboarding, I fell like constantly. It was I was constantly on the ground, and so thankfully at the first. The first time I went, he was pretty patient for the first half an hour or so. And then afterwards, he was like, okay, come on, get it together. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't. So I can't how, many, do it. how many times going did it take you before you were not even like good, just not falling oh, constantly? Like, like two. Tired, like, okay. well, probably one because the second time I went, I was fine. But I'd still fall, obviously. And even now, if I go, I still fall because right. I'm not. I'm not good at all, <laughs> at all. But McCall, the X Games, or sorry, the X Games, the Winter Olympics are in February. February, I think it's February. Cool. NBC's already running promos for them. That's cool. I'm never gonna go to the Olympics. No, I'm, I'm not, not talented enough to make it. <laughs> nope. I'm not driven enough to work myself into it. I should rephrase because, yeah. We want to know your worst crashing stories while skiing, sledding. I've never been. McCall's trying to make me all anxious. Share them on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Talking about crashing. On lightheartedly. S- yeah, lightheartedly. We're talking snowboarding, skiing, or sledding crashing because AJ and McCall at VFX. It's like around the corner and we're giving away a super awesome prize from the sportsman for it's a big ski package that's gonna hook you and your family up with season ski passes to adults, two children season ski passes and eight all day ski passes to local ski resorts. So we want to know your worst maybe first time skiing, snowboarding or I mean, Sledding. I put it very likely that it was, I mean, it was probably your first time. Maybe. Because you're more likely to probably hit a tree then. Christina said that she was sledding, when, she went sledding when she was 10. She hit a jump by accident, was iced. And the last thing she oh. remembers was getting on the tube and woke up face down, walked away with a concussion and whiplash, and I'm in physical therapy for 18 years later. <gasps> when she was 17, went snowboarding. Hit a jump, ended up breaking her tailbone. She will not ski or snowboard or slide or snowboard again. That's bad. See, mine's not that bad. I went down a hill once and I was on a, I think it was just one of those little disc sleds Mm -hmm. and went down the hill, smacked into a tree with my face, ended up chipping my tooth. Yeah, so. Still chipped, but it's fine. That's my worst fear. My worst fear, the first time I go out on some sort of piece of plastic down a hill of ice and snow, is that I'm going to hit a tree. How about we'll find you a place where there are zero trees and you can just go down it? Good plan. Yeah. Share 
Share your worst crashing stories when it comes to skiing and snowboarding. We have a chance for you to win this morning. Not the Peaks can pick up some tickets. We'll give you those details and how you can win coming up shortly. AJ and McCall on VFX. Friday, we put all of the monsters together. Witch, zombie, Slenderman, vampire. Today, in less than an hour, we're going to find out who is the ultimate Halloween monster. But you can still weigh in Yes, right now. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. So go on and tell us who you think would win out of those four. Now, who is tied right now? Zombie and Slenderman, surprisingly. So since it's zombie really and Slenderman, yeah, so that's the very first that's the number one. So whoever you think would win out of the vampire, the zombie, the witch, or Slenderman, we want to know. So weigh in on Facebook. Yes, on please do. Spin to the top of our page, you can't miss it, Utah's VFX. Also, speaking of winning, we got a chance for you to win uh, today and all this week, actually. We talked about it Friday. If you heard us, we've been teasing it for a couple days. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. But I think if, if you've been paying attention, as most know, McCall and I... We'll be making a trip to a haunted, not house. What haunted it, attraction. It's haunted the Haunted attraction. Slopes at Cherry Peak Resort. We're going to be going either Friday or Saturday. I'm not 100% sure. We got the whole filming thing to sort out. Obviously, we don't want to interrupt any other well, yeah, absolutely. Times, so we're squaring that away. But nonetheless, we've got chances for you to win all this week, including this hour. You'll have a chance to weigh in, which could win you. Haunted Slopes tickets, a pair at Cherry Peak. That's the sound of tickets. <laughs> I love that sound. I do too. So we'll give you those details. And uh, after new music from Daya, that is about 10-ish minutes away. Of course, got to get into more 411. McCall's got to catch us up on all the gossip because we were gone all weekend. Oh, we've got some. Ed Sheeran has opened up about why he took a year off from music. Interesting. Took a year off because he was struggling with uh, substance abuse, actually. Really? So he opened up about it, said, all the pitfalls that most people read about, I just found myself slipping into all of them, mostly like substance abuse. I never touched anything. I started slipping into it, and that's why I took a year off and buggered off. He said, I didn't really notice it was happening. It just kind of started gradually, and then someone took me aside and said, dude, calm yourself down. And so... He kind of reassessed where he was at, and here he is now Good. making music, breaking right. his fetching arms. It wasn't skiing, no. That's <laughs> no. It was riding a bicycle, yes. even more dangerous. Something else. You I also do. don't know how to do that. Nope. Correct. Justin Timberlake has announced he is going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show this year, 14 years after the Yay! Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. But Ooh. this is causing some controversy at this current moment because a lot of people are pretty upset. Since Janet Jackson has been banned oh, from ever yeah, performing okay. the Super Bowl. I was going to say, why would people be mad that Justin Timberlake? But no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so people are kind of upset because Janet Jackson can't ever perform at the Super Bowl, but yet Justin Timberlake can anyway. Lots of, lots and lots and lots of back and forth and back and forth. And The Walking Dead returned in season eight premiere. It was really good. I won't do any spoilers. Oh, Don't goodness. worry. We're not going to talk about spoilers I'm, yet. I'm like it's six too seasons soon. behind. I know. Me too. It's too soon to talk about spoilers, but it was really good. I need to catch up. I'm I know. so far behind. I, I am too. That's the 411 this hour. New music from Daya.
called New, conveniently enough, on VFX. Saves me some time on that one. Yeah. AJ McCall, Utah's VFX. So you heard earlier, and you heard twice, actually, during the 411, McCall giving us the details Mm -hmm. on Justin Timberlake. Who I love. This will be his third time on the Super Bowl halftime show. And, of course, we've kind of known, but not really known for what, like, a month and a half? I don't remember when it first I, broke. It's yeah, been a while. it's probably been like a month and a half. We gotta talk about it. Well, obviously. I'm super pumped about it. I think it's a great choice. So here's my question, though. Yes. Because I'm curious about it. Mm-hmm. Best Super Bowl halftime shows, worst Super Bowl halftime shows. Which one, just right off the top of your head, can you think, oh, yeah, this one was like probably my favorite performance? Uh, Three come to mind right away. Okay. Mike's actually, I take that back. Four coming to mind right away. Michael Jackson, just because he was iconic, stood yeah, on the stage absolutely. forever. Prince was amazing. Uh huh. The U2 one after 9 11. Yeah, was that was amazing. And uh, I thought Lady Gaga last year was really good. I thought he did a great, I thought she did a great job. She was amazing. I liked, I liked hers a lot. I really enjoyed. Coldplay's performance yeah. a couple of years ago. I think it was, who was it that was the headliner? Bruno Mars? No, Coldplay was. Coldplay was Beyonce, the headliner. And then Bruno Mars, I think, was the shocker in the group. Right. I'm quite, I mean, I'm partial to Bruno Mars and Red Hot Chili Peppers, but they didn't get a ton of time because they, no. you know, put it outside and it, it was dumb. Yeah. I loved that pairing. I was super pumped about it. It was like two of my favorite artists. They got to play like three gosh darn songs. I know. I was super Super unhappy about that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm scrolling through to see some of the best and the worsts. And for some reason, I'm trying to understand it. So it's from worst to first is what the technical term is on this particular one I'm looking at. Yes. And like the Black Eyed Peas is on here and I don't think they were anywhere near the best. No, they were bad. They were horrible. They were bad. They I remember being excited cuz they were popular then. I was like, yeah. oh, started, and then you and watched like, it and it was terrible. Yeah, they the auto-tune, how much auto-tune they used was very evident. There was a lot of technical mistakes in that performance, I think too with microphones. That probably should have been worked out beforehand. But the thing is is that they ranked this one at like 10? That's a terrible or list. Or something. Then. Yeah, so it's like number 10 and no way. like Tom Petty's at number 17. No. I don't understand. I I don't I don't get it. So what we're going to do, we've been talking about those haunted slopes passes. We're going to give away a pair this hour and all you got to do is talk Super Bowl halftime show with us. What do you think Justin Timberlake's show will rank? What was your favorite halftime show? Let's speculate on some collaborations because that's the new thing on the mostly new is that there's always going to be secret artists that make up guest appearances. Mm-hmm. So we'll get that up on Facebook, but uh favorite halftime show. You have to answer all of them. Favorite halftime show. Who do you think Justin Timberlake is going to bring on stage with him? Are we going to see an in-seek reunion? Please, please. Do you think Justin Timberlake will do a good job? Pick one way on them all. Utah's VFX on Facebook. At the end of the hour, we will give away a pair of Haunted Slopes tickets to Cherry Peak. It's AJ McCall at VFX. Good Monday morning. AJ and McCall freaking out over here. Mostly I'm freaking out because who's going to collaborate with Justin Timberlake at the Super Bowl this year? I think we uh, let's So to organize here, which is not my best trait. Mine either. I think we can maybe put together a pool of some 
obvious choices. So NSYNC is going to be a popular one. The NSYNC reunion is going to be oh, popular. Oh, absolutely. You know what would be really good, though? What? This is what we were kind of talking about a little bit. Wagging Wave finger. my finger yes. around a little bit. What do you bit. got for us? Do you remember when he covered one of Garth Brooks's songs? I don't remember which one. He came out on stage, though. He brought Garth Brooks out on stage. Yeah, I think I remember that. I can't he, remember I mean, which performance it was. I think that's something that people forget about Justin Timberlake. He is from Memphis. Yeah. Blues, country. His That's his music growing up. Like He covers Elvis at his shows. Friends in Low Places. I love that song. I do too. He brought him out and sang this song. Oh my goodness sakes. So Garth Brooks, obviously a huge choice. I, I think Garth Brooks would do it because I think at this point, Garth Brooks is all about the fans. So I don't think Garth Brooks would mind not being the headliner. Well, the good thing is is that Garth Brooks has always been all about the fans. That's one thing that I love about him as an okay, artist. Fair. I mean, even more so now in his older age. True. So, so you say Garth Brooks, speaking of country performances, I, I don't remember what award show it is because there's only like 10 million of these things now. Who knew? But uh, the performance With Drink did- You Away, right? With they did two, I thought was it Tennessee whiskey and something else. Yeah, Tennessee whiskey and drink you with away with Chris Stapleton, because that was there was like four of them that night. Uh, Luke Bryan, I think, did yep. one. There, there was a bunch of good ones, but he did that. I don't remember what award show it was, but just to like Chris Stapleton sang some of Chris Stapleton songs. It was really good. I would love to see that. Chris Stapleton, I think, in country music is still super underrated. Oh, absolutely. I think it was the American Music Awards. That sounds right. Is what it looks like. Um, Jay-Z was someone that comes to the top of my head. Well, yeah, because how many songs does he do with Jay-Z? He's got Holy Grail. He features him on a bunch of his other music. Oh, my gosh. I love that Justin Timberlake's doing the Super Bowl. A radio friend of ours posted on Facebook the first thing this morning, Jimmy Fallon. He thinks oh, Jimmy please. Fallon will be at the halftime show. You know, that would be a really good performance, and I feel like a lot of people would enjoy it because Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake obviously are, I feel like they're the peanut butter and jelly. He's going to bring Britney Spears out. Please. He's going to do a <laughs> reunion of Britney Spears. He's going to bring back the 90s. He'll bring back Nelly. He'll do all of these on that performance. Justin Timberlake officially confirmed last night to do the halftime show this year. And so, who do you think he'll collaborate with? What was your favorite halftime show? Do you think Justin Timberlake... I mean, I feel like this is a no-brainer. Justin Timberlake's going to put on a heck of a show. Absolutely. Well, Clint just responded on our post on Facebook and said that he really liked Lady Gaga last year and he wouldn't be surprised to see Janet Jackson appear on stage with him just for the shock factor. Which I'd be curious to see if that ends up happening where she's been banned, but how strict is the ban? Maybe really? they could. Re- maybe they reverse it. Maybe it'll stay a surprise and then she'll perform. It might. Did it? She she's a new mom though, right? Didn't she just have a kid like late early summer, late spring? I might be a little late on that. Maybe it's a little bit longer ago than that. Mm. I'm pretty sure Janet Jackson just had a kid not that long ago. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that's something that's for sure. There's a couple people. Uh, Chase Chase suggested that as well. Mm-hmm. Janet Jackson. Yeah. So in in uh, January she had yeah, a kid. Yeah, because I was off. Yeah. So January. Mm-hmm. Well, to, if she'd have a year because Super Bowl's in February. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hee <laughs> He'll bring out the hologram Michael Jackson also. I want to see that. He should just perform with all the... He does have a song with Michael Jackson. He does. I don't remember what the name of the song Uh, is. Hold My Hand. It's a good song. It is a good one.
The possibilities are endless with Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, thank you for confirming you're doing the halftime show because I've been having a heart attack over this for the last two months. AJ McCall on VFX. We're giving away a pair of tickets to Cherry Peak's Haunted Slopes. You can win by simply just commenting Utah's VFX on our Facebook page. Who do you think Justin Timberlake will collaborate with? What was your favorite Super Bowl halftime show? Do you think Justin Timberlake will do a good job? Anything about the halftime show, we're just kind of talking about it all because we're so pumped. Do you think he's going to bring out like Liam Payne or anybody from that side of it? Or do you think he's going to just collaborate with bigger people? Mm. Will he bring out Taylor Swift? Because Taylor Swift has had the biggest crush no. on Justin Timberlake forever. No. Well, I said earlier, Garth Brooks' ego is is not a factor where he'd... Taylor Swift's only doing a halftime show if she's headlining the halftime show. I'm sorry. I, we've talk, we did a podcast about her. I liked how she handled the beginning. I'm really not liking how she's handling her business since then. Do you think he's going to bring out Katy Perry and Taylor Swift and have them make up? No. Oh. That would be, I'd much rather prefer a fight to the death. Oh, well, Justin Timberlake uh, literally that's does dangerous. no singing. That's a halftime show. That's fair. <laughs> oh, man. I do think, I still think there is a possibility that Justin Timberlake and Taylor Swift will collaborate on a song, though. I do, too. Also, don't forget, we're waiting for Taylor Swift and Drake on a song. Yes. That is supposed to happen also. So, if you want that pair of Haunted Slopes tickets to Cherry Peak, which is where McCall and I are going to go for our Haunted House Dare, tell us, favorite halftime show? Do you think Justin Timberlake will do a good job? Who do you think he'll collaborate with? Just go to Facebook, Utah's VFX. The Halftime Show. The topic on VFX. AJ it's McCall happening. giving away tickets to uh, Cherry Peaks Haunted Slopes. <laughs> we have got uh, Sundown. Leah said Taylor Swift, Katy Perry would be good choices. Yeah. To collab. I don't personally see both of their egos too big to not be the headliner, in my opinion. I personally didn't care for Katy Perry's. I don't think I really did either. But. I feel like she's right. I think I think Taylor Swift would do a good halftime show. I think Justin Timberlake, though, he's going to put on such an amazing performance. Like, watching them perform right here, because I decided I was going to pull up uh, the video, obviously, from right. 2004 with right. Janet Jackson and Still very much Justin everywhere. Timberlake. Yeah. Uh, pulled it up, looked at it, and seriously, he's such a great performer. Yes. Such a he's great performer. He's the Justin of NSYNC. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there, right? Because he is. <laughs> Joanna said uh, Lady Gaga was amazing. She also liked Beyonce. Those are, I agree. Those were two really good ones. Getting a lot of support. Camille said insane. Garth Brooks would be amazing. I agree. Garth Brooks <sighs> and Justin Timberlake would. Is is two? I love him. Two performers that would sell out that stadium, even if a, a championship football game wasn't going on. Right. The good right. thing. I, Speaking of Taylor Swift, the good thing is if Taylor Swift ever does a halftime show, you're for sure getting an Ed Sheeran on a halftime show. Oh, of like, course. That's happening. Of course. Because she's not. They're best friends. That's happening. That's, yeah. Uh, McCall posed a question while we're getting ready to go into this break. Do I think that Justin Timberlake will do old, like an older performer? Because a lot of people talk about NSYNC or someone new, like the, the Liam Paynes. Yeah. I think he's going to go older. I think he's going to go with someone that maybe he's worked with before. And he knows is going to be good. Yeah. He knows he's not going to have any sort of... Because uh, the thing is, it's another... his, It's Justin Timberlake's halftime show. Mm -hmm. So even if like he invites Liam Payne and Liam Payne isn't good, 
Not saying I think he would be pretty good, but if he invites Liam Payne, he's good. It's not people remember Liam Payne, but it was Justin Timberlake's show. Mm-hmm. So he's got to make sure that he picks great artists, and maybe he won't collab. Lady Gaga didn't right? Thinking through it again, did she just do it all by herself? I yeah. didn't watch it. She did. So maybe he'll go the solo route. It's possible. I think the thing is though, I, I'm pretty sure he's gonna collab just because he has such a history, a discography, a long discography. So yeah, there's just so many artists he's worked with. I mean, and not even gonna lie, it took me like two seconds to figure out what the heck you just said. You said discography. discography. I've words, words. He's a very large musical library of songs that he's written and performed. Yeah, how's that? Thanks, that's better. Because <laughs> I was like a dis discography. <laughs> there it is. Don't worry, it's fine. It's it's fine. I'm. It's too early in the morning today. We're giving away a pair of tickets to Cherry Peak's Haunted Slopes. And if you want to win a pair, really easy. Seriously, all you have to do is go on to Facebook and let us know who your most favorite Super Bowl halftime performance is, who you think he's going to collaborate with, Justin Timberlake, of course, and what the worst one was. That's fair. What's your what's your least favorite halftime show? Yeah. Utah's VFX on Facebook. Tell us and you can win. It's AJ and McCall. AJ and McCall. Psyched up. Really excited. Not in soup. Like, wait, I don't want February here tomorrow, but I'll be super pumped when February. Well, gets I, here. I definitely don't want February here tomorrow by any means. No, it's actually gonna be a really nice week of weather. Yeah. I'm kind of excited. I thought you were saying February. It's like No. No, it's <laughs> this week. Okay. The week of October 23rd. February is going to be a really nice week of weather. Great. All right. Well, you better hope that there isn't a nice week of weather in February because we're like, remember when I said there's going to be a really nice week of weather in February? Here it is. It's fair. Hold me to that. <laughs> Talking Super Bowl, we have to give away a pair of uh, tickets to go to the Haunted Slopes. Cherry, Cherry Peak, Peak Resort. I'm holding them in my hand right now, and they're going to go to a very, very good home. Clint's Open is our winner today. We've got a pair of tickets for you here at the station. We're going to get in contact with you. And just to refresh, his comment was he wouldn't be surprised to see Janet Jackson for the shock value. It's very true. I can see it. I agree with him. I hope it happens. Continue to weigh in. Do you think Justin Timberlake will be good at the halftime show? Who yes. do you think he'll collaborate with? Everybody. And who was your favorite and worst performances for the halftime show? Mm, Michael Jackson. It's, it's his is considered very iconic. I agree. Stick around on Facebook, too. We actually have, so we got to find out who won the monster off. Correct. And it's tight on the votes. So we got to find out who won the monster off. And two, for the debated eight, we have a different kind of voting we need because McCall and I are scaredy cats, so you're going to contribute to picking a movie for us you're gonna make us figure out what to watch and hate hate sleeping yes i don't like that so if you're intrigued the debated eight is four minutes away perfect it's aj mccall on vfx kvfx logan 94.5 salt lake city 98.3 aj mccall before we get to the debated eight we have to settle something so zombies and slenderman tied with yep. votes for the Monsoff. So McCall and I, very quickly, our game of choice is, of course, rock, paper, scissors. So we're going to try and figure out who won. I'm Zombies. AJ is Slenderman. We're going to do Whoever this. Whoever ends up winning. Yes. Once, winner take all, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Right? Kay. Yes. Are you ready? Yep. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. 
Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What the heck? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No! Slenderman wins! Okay. That was close. It was actually, like, there's one vote separate. So zombies and Slenderman tied. Mm -hmm. There's one vote separating those two with vampire and witches who also tied. So it's pretty tight. Slenderman wins. Yep. Congratulations to Slenderman. Mostly it's because. Mostly he won because I didn't want him to come find me. So if we get yeah, I was gonna say if we give him enough shout outs, he doesn't bother us, right? That's how that works. Uh yeah. Okay, good. So that concludes the monster off. The debate at eight this week, you're gonna help McCall and I pick a movie because McCall and I are scaredy cats. So we wanna find the scariest uh, villain? Yes. Of Halloween movies. So yeah, very similar to the monster off, except these ones are gonna be all movie bad guys. Mm-hmm. And the winner is going to end up being played for both of us. Yes. Because we're terrified. Mm-hmm. Much like we're going to a haunted house on a dare because everyone wants to see us scream like girls. Because I'm terrified. And we both will scream like girls. Yep. So, very simply, just to introduce, to start off this morning, got to go with heavyweights. The first two in the horror movie stab off, I don't know what we're going to call it. <laughs> That's dangerous. <laughs> Is Jason and Michael Myers. Hmm. So Halloween and Friday the 13th slash Jason. Both Mm. movies. Wait, no. Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's what the first ones are called. So in a fight, so two two stipulations. In a fight, who do you think would win? But also, which one's your favorite movies? Because obviously both of these have several sequels, so there's a lot of movies down. Because McCall and I, I've seen like two Jasons. McCall has seen... Neither of the Jason or Michael Myers I haven't Myers seen movies. any of them. So we are, we don't do horror movies. We nope. do literally none of the horror movies. Nope. nope. So we're going to do a tournament all week long, and then the winner, we're going to watch one of their movies. Fair's fair. Yep. The debate at eight, Jason or Michael Myers, which movie's scarier? Which, which of the two of them is scarier? You can weigh in on Facebook, Utah's VFX. You can go to... Uh, Give us a call, 435-787-0945. Of course, you can always text as well, 68255. Just start your text. Start the message with VFX. Jason, Michael Myers, which movie's scarier? Which villain is scarier? Which one will McCall and I have to watch? Man, a lot of stuff happened over this weekend. Obviously, the big story of this weekend, Justin Timberlake announced that he was doing Super Bowl's show Um, this next year in February, February 4th, I believe that it is, it's been 14 years after Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction, which is making people come apart over the fact that Janet Jackson's been banned from performing at the Super Bowl, yet Justin Timberlake can still perform at the Super Bowl. So a lot of people are a little bit upset about it. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair to be unhappy about that. I do think a lot of people in our, when we're talking about the halftime show, said that they think they could see... Janet Jackson for shock value. I think that would be something that's definitely real. That could happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Turns out a major Blade Runner 2049 villain was inspired by Taylor Swift. What? Yeah. Seriously. She's going to sue. Oh, yeah. Uh, She ended up originally, to be fair, it originally said that I look at big celebrities, big singers who are younger girls like Taylor Swift or Selena Gomez So it wasn't just Taylor Swift, but he said these people who have big platforms and have 
have to have a certain control in their life because every little second of their day is probably somebody making a picture of them or putting them in the media. So their whole life kind of happens virtually, which is what this villain is based off of. So that's kind of interesting. I'm anxious to see the show when it comes out. Gerard Butler is saying that he wants to become a father and start a family within the next five years. 47-year-old wants to have kids, wants to have a family, and I think that's fair. He just wanted to wait till he's established in his career, McCall. Probably. Probably. That's the 411 this hour. Already sort of terrified. Uh-oh. It's AJ McCall on VFX. So we did the, it, something we forgot to mention, so we found out due to a tiebreaker, we rock, paper, scissors, Slenderman won the monster off. Right. As a result of that, McCall and I will play Slender with the lights off, with the headphones on. Sometime before Halloween. Yeah, it's going to come. It's going to happen. I'm afraid. Very important to note because we're doing a a villain off, a horror movie off, whatever you want to call it, where we're going to put all the villains together in a similar tournament, and then the winner will be a movie that we watch. And McCall and I don't do horror movies, so I'm terrified. I'm a little bit afraid of this. I'm a lot afraid of this, <laughs> actually. So, starting off with two of the big, big, big horror movie villains. Jason and Michael Myers. I've seen a couple Jason movies. I have not seen any of the Halloween movies. Um, I've seen the terrible Jason movies, though, like Jason X and Freddy vs. Jason. Like, those aren't even, they're not even horror movies. They're hilarious because they're so bad. I want you to know right now that I was really confused when we talked about this. Because I was like, what's Michael Myers' name? Because I was thinking, like, Mike Myers. Like the, yeah. like the yeah, Austin actor. Powers, yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it's Jason like, versus Austin Powers today. That's what I thought. So I was like, <laughs> they don't even compare. <laughs> no, it's Halloween Michael Myers. Don't worry. I figured it out. I Googled it myself and figured it out. So we're going to... Again, we don't do horror movies, so this is which movie's scariest, which villain is scariest, who would you rather be who would you least rather be trapped in a house with? Don't hide we we talked about that. Don't hide under the sheets, don't hide in the closet, don't say hello to a noise you don't know what it is. No. Just leave. Just leave. Just get in the car and leave. Burn the house down. It's cool. It's worth it in the long run. Right. Yeah. So again, all tournament all week long. The winner, we will watch at least one of their movies. Because uh, I think a lot of these have multiple movies. I am, yeah. McCall and I are going to get into uh, the powers, the abilities of Jason and Michael Myers and really get into the debate of this. But you can vote now on Facebook, Utah's VFX. Text 68255 to start your text with VFX or call 435-787-0945. Jason versus Michael Myers. Who's more terrifying? Who would you rather see McCall and I watch a movie for and scream like girls? It's the debate at eight on VFX. <laughs> Just a sample of what's going to happen when we watch these horror movies. Yeah, me too. AJ McCall, the debate at eight. We've started this kind of Halloween villain off. We did a monster off. More generic, I guess. We didn't do like Dracula. Frankenstein's a little bit more specific. But more generic monsters. Now we're into the actual horror movies. Because McCall and I don't do scary things. No. We're going to a haunted house on a dare. We're going to play Slender because Slenderman won the most vicious monster. <laughs> now we have to find out which scary movie we have to watch. And we've chalked up some of the best horror movie villains to be put in a tournament this week. 
Starting us off today, the first day, some of the most well-known, I would imagine. Yeah. We, like, before before we did, got into this tournament thing, McCall, did you know who Freddie, excuse me, Jason and Michael Myers were? I knew who Jason was. Michael Myers, I literally thought was just the actor. <laughs> like, I was thinking Mike Myers. So, you're like, we're going to talk about Michael Myers. It's like, great. Austin Power did a good job in Shrek. <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party on Garth. Never seen it. Ah! Party on Wayne. Party on Garth. So the way this works, we've got a tournament we're going to do all week long with some of the best horror movie villains. Right. Whoever wins, McCall and I are going to have to watch at least one movie of that villain. Right. You're excited. I no. can see it on your face. I'm not excited. So Jason versus Michael Myers is the vote today. Uh, I personally, I've, I've seen some of Jason's. I actually had a buddy who went as a really convincing Jason once for Halloween. We had a fake machete that would fill up with blood when he rotated a certain way. Oh, cool. He had his head cut, he had his hair cut short. We had a hockey mask. He was a really convincing Jason. Hmm. So, who's the most vicious? Who would you rather us watch? A Michael Myers movie, Halloween, or Friday the 13th, Jason? Utah's VFX on Facebook. You can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. I'm going to say it again. I love the steel drum. I just like the... I love yeah. I love that he didn't use the sound effect for that. That's brand new music from Leon Payne, currently winning as the solo One Direction artist. It's called Bedroom Floor on VFX. AJ and McCall, the debated eight, you get to choose a terrifying movie for us is how this is going to work. Today, it's Michael Myers versus Jason. We're going to have a tournament all week long. Similar, very similar to Monster Off. We're playing Slender because Slender Man won. We're going to watch a horror movie. So we've got uh, John Olson says it's a toss-up, but he said he'd have to go with Jason. Consider him an expert. Big thanks again to him. Yeah. He was on uh, our Drop the Mic from this past Friday. Which was way fun. I also read his whole book over this week because I read a bunch of it to get ready for the podcast Friday. This weekend I reread the whole thing. I was terrified all weekend. It's scary. You were? It's the Bigfoot thing that gets me. Why does... I don't get Actually, that. Actually, I take that back. It's not the Bigfoot one. That's it's just... It's it's the Black Eyed Kids that's that gets me. That's what freaked me out. Because I go to that movie theater, so that scares the crap out of me. No, it was the wrong movie theater. It was a different one. It's the one that's across the street from that new one. That old one. Oh, like the one that's... Yeah, that doesn't have anything going oh. on at it anymore. <sighs> yeah, no. Still, nonetheless... Nonetheless, it is in the vicinity of that movie theater. Also, the the ghost the ghost camper wasn't scary at all. But I've walked by the the tabernacle a bunch of times during the summer. Yeah, by myself. Right at night. Right. So it was those. It was actually it was the black eyed kid. The the, the 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 scout was not scary. The black eyed kids. That's terrifying. If you want to know what's going on, what we're talking about, you can listen to the Drop the Mic podcast on our website. Just Utah's VFX. Under the drop-down menu of AJ and McCall yes. podcast. Big thanks to uh, John Olson once again. He was he's written a book on paranormal things that have happened in the like northern Utah. This is also what we're talking about. Yeah, Bridgerland. Stranger which is Bridgerland. Like all yeah, right it's here. called Stranger Bridgerland. Worth reading. It's a collection of short stories. Somewhat terrifying. Debated eight though. We're having a like horror villain off. And we're going to have a tournament all week long. Whichever horror villain is winning the contest based on your votes, McCall and I will watch a movie because we don't do horror movies. So it'll be hilarious to see our reactions. Yeah. As uh, as people found out when we did the Would You Rather pimple popping uh, bone breaking videos, I think we made people sick and we didn't even show the videos. It was literally just our reactions to the videos. Yeah. That was gross.
John Olson said he'd pick Jason. He said him and Michael Myers, very similar styles, but he's going with Jason, which is true. They're very slow. They don't really run anywhere. Mass, knives, can't be killed. Families involved. Pretty even matchup, in my opinion. Though, I, I, which mask is scary? What do you think is scarier, that fake rubber mask face or the hockey mask? Which would be more terrifying to be shocked by, McCall? I don't like masks, so... I think the I think the fact that you can't s- s- mostly see Michael Myers' eyes is more terrifying. Probably vote for the beta date. AJ and McCall on VFX. We started our horror movie off tournament. Now McCall, huh. part of a good horror movie, I think a lot of people would agree is the music. Well, obviously. So let, let's just let's get a little snippet of both of these and see which ones you think are scary. Ready? Okay. Okay. Here's Jason. It's not horrible. This 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 part doesn't sound terrifying to me. You got to wait for the. I think it's coming here in a second. It's not here yet. Still not scary to me okay. though. Okay, that's good. Uh, let's try Michael Myers then. Yeah, I don't like this one. Yeah, though. I agree. This one is very much very I th- simpler. I think very this, much scary. I think this one's worse. I'm going to yep. agree 100% yep. that Michael Myers' music is way more terrifying. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. point Michael Myers for the theme music. Ding. <laughs> the debate at eight, very simply put, is who is scarier, who's more vicious, whichever. We're having a horror movie tournament, just like we did the Monster Off last week, and then the winner... McCall and I will have to watch the movie, and if you couldn't tell, McCall and I don't do scary things. We don't do haunted houses. We don't do scary movies. Nope. Have you ever done a scary costume? No. Me either. Don't even do scary costumes. So, the vote today for the debate today, Jason versus Michael Myers. Who's scary? We'll find out tomorrow at the next debate today who won, then get into another part of the tournament. Yay! Sort of yay. Mm. Thanks for your votes. Utah's mm. VFX on Facebook, of course, you could tweet as well. 68255. Just start your text with VFX. Good Monday morning. Say Jane McCaw. The biggest news to break probably this week. I'm I'm pretty sure this week. Justin Timberlake has announced that he is doing the Super Bowl halftime yay. show performance 14 years after the Janet Jackson wardrobe malfunction. Now, this is causing all sorts of controversy because people are upset since Janet Jackson has been banned from the Super Bowl and performing. Why has Justin Timberlake not been banned and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll see what ends up happening because I have a feeling he's probably going to just bring her out on stage a with him. A lot of people on our topic said that, voted for exactly that. Right. You know who I wish you would bring out is Ed Sheeran, who yes. has revealed yes. that his year off that he took between 2015 and 2016 was to deal with his struggle of substance abuse. So it's cool to see that he actually is opening up and talking about it, saying that he never touched the stuff. He started slipping into it. That's why he took a year and buggered off. He didn't really notice it was happening. It just started gradually happening. And then some people took him to the side and said, dude, calm yourself down. So he decided to take a break, and it turned out okay, and then he ended up breaking his freaking right wrist and his elbow on his left left elbow. He's going to write some killer music while he's off. Yeah, now he's actually taking a break. And Gerard Butler says that he wants to become a father and start a family within the next five years, which would be really cool. Really cool to see. Um, I mean, 
duh, he's one of he's a gorgeous human being. Right. And he can sing. Right. And lastly, John Stamos and Caitlin McHugh, they're engaged. Congratulations, Uncle Jesse. Getting engaged. He posted a photo on Instagram, I think, is where it originated. Posted it on Instagram, said, I asked, she said yes, and we lived happily ever after. So congratulations, and that's the 411 this hour. AJ McCall on VFX. Uh, late last week, a list was put together of the biggest distractions at work. Yeah. And, you know, it's getting close to 10 o'clock, so I think we're well into the workday. So McCall and I are curious as to what they could be. Because we want to make your biggest distraction, AJ McCall, obviously. That is an acceptable answer. Obviously. So, McCall, in the brutal honesty that we operate with, it's not really going to be brutal, what would you say your biggest distraction is at work? I don't know. What would you say my biggest distraction is at work, AJ? Your biggest distraction at work? Everything. Everything is your biggest distraction at work. I'm literally all over the place. I wonder what AJ's biggest distraction at work is. McCall! McCall is AJ's <laughs> biggest distraction at work. My bad. It's always because I'm like, AJ, let's go do this. McCall, we have to do work. No, we don't. We'll do it later. <laughs> so if you were to guess a couple, just off the top of your head, what do you think made the top 10 when it comes to distractions Phone, at work? Phone, Facebook. Phone is, text messages is six. Text during message okay. is six. Uh, social media was number one. 47% of people yep. say they waste time on social media. 27% texting and some messages. What else you got? Mm. Phone calls was number nine. So you said phone, 24%. Not work-related. Not work-related phone calls? Yeah, it was 24%. I had a couple of friends that, I use the term friends loosely, at my <laughs> old job that it was that was the case. And it'd be like as soon as the boss would leave, they'd pick up the work phone why would you use the work phone? Well, as we it found doesn't make out, any sense to me. Was that, I think Sorry. it was Friday, right? We found out that you and I would give up phone calling and just do texting pretty much in a heartbeat. So Yeah, and then Friday was like my busiest day for phone calls. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. I think I probably took eight or nine phone calls on Friday. So the top five was smoke breaks is 28% of people. Okay. Coffee breaks, 31% of people. Uh, that could be my distraction. How long does your coffee break have to be for it to be a distraction? Because you're allowed to have coffee, right? Yeah. I mean, sometimes where I used to work at the bank, we'd have like a little coffee station. And so you'd go back there and go get your coffee and whatever. Like the kind okay. of, like a gotcha. water cooler, yeah. you know. Number three, talk to your coworkers about stuff not work-related. <clears throat> call. Same. 38%. Reading news websites, 45%. And then number one was checking social media. Yep. What's your biggest work distraction? AJ and McCall on VFX, wasting time at work. It's what we do best. Mm-hmm. Frankly, I feel like we get paid to waste time at work. That's kind of what we do. I mean, heck, we, we talk about-, about music. We talk about who the worst villain is. We talk about worst skiing stories. We, we get paid to waste time at work. It's cool. So, we, get, we get paid to make you waste time at work. That too. <laughs> Sorry. So mine, I think, would be, it used to be, I used to be one of those guys that did non-work phone calls, but it's mostly because I talk to my brother fairly often. Yeah. It's usually him or my dad. Yeah. I, basically the only two people I call in my life. But I would say social media would be a big distraction if I was like working, not a radio job where I have to be on. If I'm I was working s- a job where I wasn't involved in social media. I'm going to say right now, social media was a big distraction for me when I was at work and texting was a big distraction for me. But at the same time, it wasn't like it was constantly busy. If we were constantly busy at the place that I used to work, then I'm with you. I don't, 
I don't half-heartedly do uh, anything when it comes to work or stuff, but if I, like I used to have, I used to work at this retail shop that was up on campus. So during summers, when everyone went home, uh-huh. they'd be dead. There was nobody on campus. Everybody went home for the summer. Yeah, so and used, that makes sense. I used to bring sense. my Game Boy and play. You used to bring your Game Boy? I did, nobody, I would work an eight-hour shift and see four people. Yeah, that's fair. And I, I don't see the problem with it. I made sure the store was organized. It was clean. I'm not selling to anybody. Everything looked good, so I guess it makes sense. I was locking some serious Pokemon time. Yeah. Why not? Otherwise, I'm just going to sit there for eight hours. Yeah, that, nobody likes that. Social media would be my big one. What's your biggest work distraction? You can uh, tell us on Facebook. The, the top five, again, was smoke breaks was five. Coffee breaks is four. Mm-hmm. Talking with coworkers about non-related stuff is three. Reading news, which I wouldn't have guessed, is two. Social media is one. That's not surprising. I'm surprised phone didn't make it in the top five. I know. Me too. Hey, can I ask you a question? Is yeah, someone, what's up? Seven is eating snacks. Eight is making food. Now, I get that you have a lunch break, so I sort of understand eating snacks. Making food? Like, how long do you have to be making food before it's a waste of time? Like, if you get up, pop it in the microwave are you for two a, minutes, are is you that a waste lunch of time? Or, like... I don't think that it, it would be a waste of time if you're just popping something in the microwave. I wouldn't consider that as a waste of time. But right? how long are you actually making food? Do you have a full kitchen? Are you literally in your full kitchen like, got to saute these veggies? In which case, I think if you just made enough for like the bosses, you'd be I'm square. I'm sure you'd be fine, yeah. I think uh-huh. you'd be square. I'm just curious. It says eating snacks, making food. So how long do you have to do both of those activities when it's wasting time? Or is this like that episode of The Office where Dwight gets on everyone for wasting time, so Jim clocks him every time he does something. I don't know. It's possible. <laughs> that one is so good. It is a good one. What is your biggest work distraction? You can tell us on Facebook, Utah's VFX. From Taylor Swift to Maroon 5 on VFX. Now, these two are both dropping brand new albums. Maroon 5 is dropping it a week before Taylor Swift, and Taylor Swift is dropping hers on the 10th of November. Ew. Do you think Maroon 5's album drop is big enough to take the steam out of, or the wind out of Taylor Swift's sails? Yes. I was thinking the same thing. As excited as everyone is. But maybe people are going to buy both of them. I don't know. It's possible. It's interesting. It's, it's definitely more than a coincidence now with all the things lining up that Maroon 5 is doing to Taylor Swift. And I you think don't it's, mess with, you don't mess with Maroon 5. You just, you don't. And it's not that they've actually... She's gone out of her way to mess with Maroon 5. It's just that Maroon 5 kind of is a stand. They stand as a. I think at this point, Adam Levine just does what he wants. Yeah. And he's like, don't be an unkind person, basically. And he's like, I'll I'll come at you if you're an unkind person. I think that's why this is smart, because like, so you could talk about how Taylor Swift's releasing it on the anniversary of Kanye's mom's death. There's some things, obviously. You don't mess with it. Taylor Swift is very divisive. So there are people that love her and there's people that hate her, right? Yep. But Maroon 5 hasn't gone after her in a way that I think has turned people off. So the people that don't like Taylor Swift, I think, will be drawn to Maroon 5. But Maroon 5 also hasn't alienated its fan base with like going over the top. Yeah. So I think it's kind of clever, actually, in a very subtle way. Mm-hmm. VFX's Facebook roulette next. Agent at McCall Taylor. Add us on Facebook if you want to be part of our feeds.